With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Any health-related information on the following show provides general information only. Content presented on any show by any host or guest should not be substituted for a doctor's advice. Always consult your physician before beginning any new diet, exercise, or treatment program. Welcome to Organic Healthy Lifestyle, and I'm Nancy Addison, your host. And this show is dedicated to sharing information that will inspire and inform a more conscious life that creates a healthier lifestyle. And this program takes a holistic approach to health and wellness, which means we look at all the areas of our life and how they are connected. Well, it's spring here in Dallas, Texas, and people are really getting outside more, and I know swimming suit season's coming, and I have more and more people ask me how to lose weight, or they'll say, you know, I just can't seem to get this stomach to go away. You know, they'll have it just stuck around their middle, like it's glue or something. So I thought today I would talk about healthy, getting healthier, and let's think about weight loss and getting to an optimum weight as being just getting healthy because I really believe that what we tell ourselves and what gets lodged into our subconscious mind is so powerful. And if we say that we're going to be on a diet, then in our subconscious, our body is quite literally thinking it's going to be deprived and it might just start hanging on to fat simply because it's ready for that fight or flight mode, you know, that starvation period. And back in the hunter-gatherer days, you know, people sometimes lived kind of feast or famine. If And it's kind of like when my daughter was in Africa in the Peace Corps, they they still live that way. And so you'll have a period of time during the spring and the, the rainy season where all the food is growing and the fruit is ripe and you've got vegetables. And then there comes a period of time where there's the dry season or the winter season and your body goes into a different mode of having less food and uh, possibly longer periods of time between it. But of course, here in modern times, when we have quite a lot of abundance in grocery stores and different things like that, our bodies have gotten used to being fed all the time. And I, I do believe our bodies are being fed much more than we really have are is necessary for for our overall health and well-being and we've kind of been brainwashed by society and advertising into eating three meals a day and then also there's a lot of people out there telling people that they need to snack on stuff and I have to admit I really disagree with the snacking idea and I think it makes the body reliant on being fed all the time and if your body is being fed all the time there is no reason for it to want to use up the storage of fat 
in your body that you want to get rid of. And what you want to do is you want your body to release that fat. And so I think also it contributes when you snack a lot, I think it contributes to diabetes. And so I have a, a few thoughts on, on that that just really go against snacking. And once I asked my mom, and if you really look at some of the old pictures in the 1940s or 1930s or 1950s, even before World War II, people are really thin and they're healthy. And I asked my mom, I'm like, you know, what was it like when you were younger? Did, you know, what was it like with the eating habits and things like that? And people really ate a big breakfast. It gave them their fuel for the day. It gives your body what it needs to run on. So they ate a big breakfast and they ate a big lunch, which our, our bodies are really acclimated to digesting our food more efficiently during the the morning and the noon hours. So we're, we're quite literally programmed as humans to do that. And she, and I, and I asked her, I mean, do people snack back then? And she was like, no, nobody snacked. There just weren't snacks everywhere. And there certainly wasn't fast food snacks everywhere and there wasn't a Starbucks on every corner where people were walking around with gigantic cups full of syrup and caffeinated drinks or gigantic sodas that have a lot of different sugars in them and things like that so and then they would usually eat a light supper uh, and in fact the word supper means soup comes from the word soup so you'd have a light supper and that way you've digested your food more efficiently by the time you go to bed and when we sleep that's when our body really needs to rest and heal and if we've eaten a late night dinner especially one heavy with animal products or creature foods our body's going to be working so hard to digest that food that you're not really going to be able to have your body enjoy that luxury of resting and healing and more and more I talk to people who have depression problems or they have people in their family with depression problems and they can't go to sleep at night and that's a real problem so as I talk about weight loss I'm going to circle back around and I'm going to address a few things that can possibly help you get a better sleep and also be an alternative to taking pharmaceutical drugs that put you to sleep. And there's so many things about pharmaceutical drugs I want to touch on in this program. So uh, as we get into this 50 minutes, I'm going to touch on a few things concerning pharmaceuticals and why I think it's better to use natural organic food as your medicine and not have to resort or go to the pharmaceutical drugs. So first of all, as we look at getting to be a healthier weight, letting go of that extra fat that is gathered around the waist that just seems to be stuck on there like glue. Let's just look at a few reasons that that might have happened. So over the last 50 years, the quality and the way they grow food, the whole culture around food has, has changed dramatically. So Diabetes, for instance, has increased more than 700% in the last 50 years. There has to be a reason for that. And so let's look at you know, why that might have been. So there's an increasing number of additional harmful substances that they can put in our food now, like high fructose corn syrup, artificial sweeteners, trans fats, food dyes, monosodium glutinate, which is also called MSG. It's a flavor enhancer that they add to a lot of, of Asian types of foods. And most people think it's just in Asian types of foods, but that is completely wrong. It can be in any processed foods or fast food. It can be in canned vegetables. It can be in canned soups. It can be in processed meats. 
and that is a serious problem. And uh, also there's a lot of people are getting low exposure to vitamin D. So we're inside more often. And also over the last 30 or 40 years, we've been convinced that the sun well, I haven't been convinced, but a lot of people have been convinced that the sun is our enemy. And so they are slathering on all this toxic sunscreen, thinking it's going to protect them from this dangerous sun. When in fact, I have found in my own personal life and in the way I spend, spend my time in the sun is that I think the sun is incredibly valuable for our health and well-being. And I do not put on sunscreen. I don't put on toxic sunscreen. And in my opinion, all these pharmaceutical-type sunscreens are toxic. And uh, there's, I have some really good chapters in my books, like Raising Healthy Children and uh, How to Be a Healthy Vegetarian, Second Edition, and Diabetes in Your Diet on sunscreens and why I think and, and agree with some of the scientists who've done the research that the sunscreens are actually causing cancer and they can cause skin cancer. And I know that sounds really so different from what you've probably heard from everybody, probably including your dermatologist, but... Elizabeth Plords did some incredible research on sunscreens, and uh, she has some really good information on that, and she really believes that they're all toxic and that they can cause cancer, and that they are also one of the reasons that the coral reefs around the world are dying, because these sunscreens get in the water, and they poison the aquatic life in the water, so you know, I, I do believe over the last 30 or 40 years, we've all been given a lot of wrong information and bad science that has led us into being a, an unhealthier world. And with half the people in the U.S. today having chronic disease, half the men having cancer, and a third of the women having cancer, and for us being on the list of healthy countries in the world down in 60, if the U.S. was doing everything so right and we were so smart, why in the world aren't we number one in the world for healthy countries? So, you know, one of the, one of the things that my research has shown me is that a lot of this is pushed on us through fear-mongering. They kind of convince you if you don't do this that you're going to die or your child is going to get skin cancer or you're going to get skin cancer or you know, terrible things are going to happen to you. And I think a lot of it is just greed-based and it's wrong. So I am kind of a renegade when it comes to sticking with what I find to be true and honest. And I really think the sun is so good for us. And a lack of vitamin D in our system has been tied with 27 types of cancer. And I also think we need to let the sun get through our eyes. So everybody I know wears these sunglasses. And they did a study on cancer and they looked at some of these villages in Africa that had no cancer. And then as soon as the people in the villages started wearing sunglasses, cancer started to appear. And they found that it's very important for us to get our sunshine. That's how we get our vitamin D. It comes through our skin. If we have sunscreen on it, we are not getting that vitamin D. And we do need it through our eyes. And I'm not saying go out and stand and stare at the sun, but I'm just somebody who really doesn't wear sunglasses really hardly ever. The only time I really wear sunglasses is is if I'm at the beach, like in Nicaragua on one of my retreats, if I'm at the beach all day long and it's very, very bright, I may put on my sunglasses part of the time. But most of the time, if, if I think I'm getting too much sun, I just get in the shade or I put on some clothing that will protect me from getting burned. But I think lack of vitamin D is definitely something that most people 
are critically low in, and I think it's really important for our overall health. And remember, even though I'm talking about weight loss in this show, I am also talking about just having optimum health. And I think a lot of times people don't realize this, but our bodies love us so much that when we get toxins in our body or acid, if, if it gets overloaded and your body can't really handle getting rid of it quick enough, your body will start surrounding those toxins and that acid with fat cells in order to protect you from them. And so I think a lot of times people are unable to lose weight because they're toxic or they're too acidic. And there are various things that could contribute to that. But we live in a fairly toxic society these days. And it's one of one of the things that I do regularly is try to detox my environment, my home and my myself and on a continual basis. And as many of you know, I was married to an environmental trial lawyer for 23 years. And some of the things I learned about the environment and water quality and air quality and electromagnetic fields and these huge amounts of chemical toxins that saturate our world, it it does become very prevalent in our lives. And I know sometimes we can't see them and, and so it's hard to know they're there, but I would I would say one of the things we want to do is we want to try to make our homes as less toxic as possible by using non-toxic cleaners, non-toxic body care products, trying to use certain things. I have an air decontamination machine in my home that removes mold, bacteria, virus, and fungi and toxins from my environment by using a natural process that uh, has a number one antioxidant in the world in it, which is hydrogen, but also oxygen. So it oxygenates my environment, gives me all that antioxidant ability, and really cleans my house without me having to do any work without any toxin residue. So, you know, that's that's one of the things I do. And if you are interested in something like that, please contact me and I'll send you the information. I went and met with the scientist at this facility for three days and met with him one-on-one and had him explain to me why this was such a effective machine and why it really worked and it has been approved by the FDA for medical facilities because it's probably the only thing around that can actually kill staph infection. So anyway, it's just something I believe in, and I really research these things, and of course, I never recommend things to anybody that I haven't personally tried myself and used myself, and I, I just believe that's the only way to, to share information with others is if I've actually found it beneficial in my own life, and so uh, I guess, you know, contact me, Nancy, at nancyaddison.com if you want to know more about that and if you want to look at my website it's organichealthylife.com that's l-i-f-e dot com and I love hearing from y'all and I love talking to you around the world and I love your letters so as I expand on some of my information I I picture you out there listening and I'm just so happy to be connected with you but we want to detox our environment and so in the back of my books like how to be a healthy vegetarian lose weight get healthy never be on a diet again uh, raising healthy children diabetes in your diet and also in my book alive and cooking which i co-authored with academy award-winning documentary filmmaker marianne delio and that book is not vegetarian and she's of italian descent and we have a lot of great family recipes in there and a lot of great information for older people and people taking care of elderly parents but you know, as I get back to the toxins, we want to be able to release these toxins and this acid in our body so that we have better health. And when we do this, uh, a good way to do that is with a cleanse. And uh, I'm going to expand on that in just a minute. But a cleanse is a really 
great way to uh, get rid of the acid and the toxins. And so what are some of the other things in our environment that can make us gain weight or, or be unhealthy is genetically modified food. And that particular industry has grown over the last 50 years in astounding amounts. And I have a real problem with the fact that there's so much out there. And I, uh, I look at the two different types of genetically modified foods that are out there. So they have two two basic types. One that has the poison built right into the seed. And how can that be good for you, really? I mean, if it's meant to kill little baby, you know, little creatures in the web of life, like caterpillars, like a monarch butterfly caterpillar or uh, bees or, or things like things, you know, little bugs that are hungry and just want to eat some food, then the fact that they can say that this doesn't hurt us makes no sense. And if you really look at the science now where up in Canada and Japan and Germany, they've really analyzed people's health and them eating genetically modified food and found that it is quite literally harming our health, eating holes in our stomach, just like it does to the little bugs. And I do think that's one of the reasons there's so much leaky gut, gluten intolerance, and digestive problems in the U.S. especially, but around the world. It's not just isolated in the U.S., even though we probably have one of the more unhealthy food supplies there is in the world, which makes me very sad. But the uh, second type of genetically modified food is one that it's been altered to handle huge amounts of chemical fertilizers and pesticides dumped on it. So these chemical fertilizers and pesticides saturate these plants. The plants get their nutrients from the soil and the water and the air. And how can it not be full of this chemical? And you can't wash that off. Also, these chemicals destroy vital nutrients in the soil that the food would normally have if it was grown in a healthy, rich, normal environment. And and so our food, if it's genetically modified, it not only has the glyphosate on it, which is a known carcinogen, which can cause cancer, but it's also missing very fragile nutrients in it that our body requires in order to be healthy, like sulfur for one, which is very fragile. And even if it's in organic food, if you store it or process it in any way, you've destroyed it. And that is what helps carry oxygen into our cells. And for us to be healthy, we dearly need the oxygen in our cells. And back in the 1930s, Dr. Otto Warburg won the Nobel Prize for discovering that cancer cannot survive in an oxygenated environment. So if you look at these different aspects of how they grow our food and the rate of cancer, I see a correlation there. And I don't find that surprising, but I do think we can change things if we just are smart, look out for the organic food and try to avoid genetically modified. Also, the World Court had a tribunal on Monsanto, one of the world's leading GMO seed companies, and they also developed glyphosate, which is the Roundup Ready pesticide that they use worldwide that's quite literally destroying the environment, in my opinion. But the World Court also had that opinion. They found Monsanto guilty against crimes against humanity and the environment and encouraged all the countries in the world to take them to court and to try to make them uh, make restitution for all of the environmental damage they've done worldwide. And uh, I was in South Africa last year speaking with some botanists and some organic farmers and they have such a terrible problem over there with 
farmers using glyphosate in huge amounts and it's destroying some of the very fragile heirloom plants over there that are some of the rarest ones in the world that have a lot of the vitamins in it that have been hybridized out of so many foods that have been taken worldwide or genetically modified out of them and so they're trying to save a lot of the wild areas and these wild plants and it's very difficult because this glyphosate just spreads into the wild and also these genetically modified foods start interbreeding and spreading into the wild and I have to admit the some of the repercussions of that makes my hair stand on end but I do think we're moving into a better world that's more ethical and it starts holding these companies accountable and I'm just praying that eventually these companies that are harming our health and our environment are going to be held accountable for it and and they'll have to clean up what they've done so anyway I think these uh, genetically modified foods have really hurt our health and and I think they also contribute to weight gain and different diseases and then also cooking methods like a microwave oven and I know so many people use those because they think they're easy but I find that they are not a good choice for preparing your food and I was saying that I was married to an environmental trial lawyer for 23 years. And one of the things he did early on when microwaves were being introduced into for sale in the U.S. is he did. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC environmental impact study on them and he was so unimpressed with them that he quite literally told me we were never going to have one of those in our home and as I've researched that more over the years what I found is that food and all of us we all have energy and there's always movement and Food is supposed to have a healing movement and a healing rhythm. And in fact, Dr. Tony Jimenez, who is a brilliant cancer researcher, found that foods have molecules in them that have electrons in them that either revolve to the left or they revolve to the right. And he found that he was trying to find out what kind of foods don't feed cancer. Uh, and what kind of foods help heal the body. And he was really, you know, looking at different things like honey because so many people think that just because it's a sugar that it feeds cancer. Well, what his research found was that foods that revolve to the left do not feed cancer. They don't feed disease. So what revolves to the left? Organically grown heirloom type non-genetically grown fresh fruits and vegetables, God-given foods revolve to the left, ones that have not been processed. So honey actually revolves to the left if it's unprocessed and unfiltered. So quality is so important. What revolves to the right? Things that are microwaved, uh, synthetic, artificial, processed, Things that have had things done to them that were, were, and I I like to think of it this way. God made everything perfectly. And if we ate the way God intended for us to eat, and if we grew them the way God intended us for us to grow in, in 
what I would call harmony with the environment, not poisoning everything, then we'd be healthy. So what revolves to the right and feeds disease? Well, if you look at the food and think, has man tried to improve on God's perfection? Has, has man tampered with this thinking that he knows better than God? That's the type of foods that cause disease, and those are the ones that revolve to the right. So if you just think about it that way, sometimes it's easier to decide if you ha- are given a choice of this or that, you know, possibly thinking of it that way and thinking, okay, this one is probably going to be better for me. So as we look at that aspect of you know, what is healthy for us. So we look at the microwave oven. What it does is it bombards the food with chaotic energy. And this chaotic energy destroys the molecular structure of the water in whatever it is that you've got in that microwave. And if you think of our bodies as being 66 to 72% water, and this water being our second most important nutrient in our body, that is something that could definitely not help our health. And in fact, Dr. Bhatamanchi, who researched dehydration in water, found that most diseases are a result of chronic intercellular dehydration. So destroying the water quality, and it also destroys the nutrient value in your food as well, the microwave ovens. But if you think about that, you are destroying something that is so important to your health and well-being. So why would you do that? So I tell people, even if you've been using them a long time and you're used to using them, just get them out of your house. Just move it out of the house, get you a little toaster oven. Uh, If you just heat up your water or your coffee, get one of those little hot plates and just sit your coffee cup or your tea on that, and then you don't have to reheat it. And, you know, just get an electric tea kettle or a, a pot and put some water on the stove and boil it that way and you know just breathe while you're doing it I think you know people get in such a hurry these days and I think stress is one thing that can cause us to have weight gain because that stress makes us acidic and that is not a helpful thing and like I was saying about the fat cells surrounding toxins and acid We don't want our bodies to be acidic, and that stress can be very harmful to our health, and it can, what it will do is it makes your body subconsciously think it's in a fight or flight mode, and starts pulling in all its resources and hanging on to things like fat in case you need them in order to escape, you know, a tiger or, you know, something else, so... In our modern day society, I think so many of us live very stressful lives and doing some deep breathing exercises, I think is very helpful. One of the things I think is is so important is just getting things off your mind and also doing some meditation. And this can help you deal with stress. This can also help you go to sleep better at night. So one of my recommendations for getting a better night's sleep and also being having a less stressful life is every day, either in the morning or I, I would suggest maybe in the morning and at night, but at least 30 minutes before bed, get all the electronics out of your bedroom. The electronics have a blue light in them that interferes with our melatonin and can prevent you from going to sleep. And I have a, a free app on my computer called Flux. F-L-U-X, and you can download it, and it puts like a yellow light coming into evening through your computer to prevent that blue light from interfering with your melatonin, and so I do that simply because I write a lot when I'm uh, working on my books. Uh, They also have the app on your phone, so I would recommend that, but get all the electronics out of your bedroom, and if you can, because the them searching for an internet connection 
will definitely interfere with your sleep and your body. So even if you can't see these electromagnetic fields, they are there and they can very much disrupt the rhythm of your body and, and your health. So you know, try to keep them down to a minimum when you can. And this is especially important for children. They're much more fragile. Their organs are still forming and they're much more susceptible to some of these things than, than the adult is. So trying to protect your children from the electromagnetic fields is, is really a good thing. So you get your stuff out of your bedroom or your child's bedroom and have like a gratitude notebook or a miracle notebook and just write down stream of thought that just gets all that gobbledy gloop that's going around in your brain, off your brain. Like it may be your shopping list for tomorrow. It may be your calendar you're trying to remember or a project you have to do for work or for your children. And just write it down, get it out of your brain, and then write down two or three miracles that happened to you today. Maybe you got that parking spot in the perfect place or maybe somebody called right at the perfect time or Maybe you just happened to have something good happen that was unexpected. But I like to keep a miracle notebook and just a list. And it helps you to have something very positive and uplifting in your mind, which contributes to a more more, more relaxing mind. And our minds quite literally go 24-7. They, they never really stop. But we do need to rest in the evenings and to have your mind dwell on something all night it's better to have it dwell on something that's very positive and uplifting instead of something like the night news where they're talking about murders around the world that you have no control over you can't do anything about and all it does is just make you fearful and 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 not happy and so Put your mind in a positive mindset at night. And then what is so, so important is just try to clear your mind. After you've written those things down and you kind of unloaded your to-do list out of your mind, try to meditate, even if it's for five or ten minutes, and do some deep breathing down into your diaphragm. Long, slow, deep breathing. Clear your mind. If your mind starts popping back to different subjects, try counting, like counting sheep or something even, because when you're counting, your mind can't go be worrying about this or that. So try to be quiet. Clear your mind. And I really like to think that this is when I get beautiful messages from God or the angelic beings that watch over us and I sometimes get some you know really beautiful inspirations there and I have my notebook there and I can always jot them down but it makes for a much easier restful night and I think that also contributes to our overall health and well-being takes us out of a fight-or-flight mode in fact if you do the deep breathing Focus on something positive for at least three minutes minimum. The Heart Math Institute in California, who I love and follow, found that that will actually regenerate your own stem cells. So when we're in flight or fight mode, our stem cells are not at their optimum peak and they're possibly not working simply because we are stressed out. So this deep breathing every day will help clear your mind. It helps you think better the next day. It helps you rest better at night. And it will also regenerate and get your own stem cells working again. So I think that's important. And I know a lot of people like to use pharmaceutical drugs and think that, that there's really nothing wrong with them. But according to my friend, Dr. Bruce Lipton, who's a medical researcher at Stanford University Medical School, we were talking once and he said, Nancy, there is no such thing as side effects. He said, do not kid yourself. They are direct effects. And as I was taking my plant-based nutrition course at Cornell University with Dr. Esselstein and Dr. T. Colin Campbell, part of that course was about 
the pharmaceutical drugs and the medical schools and how these pharmaceutical companies fund the medical schools and they have these high-powered reps come in and they teach these young doctors how to use their pharmaceutical drugs. And they basically fear-monger these students, these young people learning to be a doctor, into thinking that if they don't prescribe these drugs, they're doing their patients harm. And in turn, these doctors unknowingly go out and fearmonger their patients into taking them. Well, what I've learned over many years of research and talking with doctors that a lot of these drugs, the, the side effect or what Bruce Lipton would say, the, the direct effect would be that they cause more health problems, which have to be treated with more pharmaceutical drugs, which cause more health problems, which cause the doctor to prescribe more pharmaceutical drugs. And it's like a spiraling effect. And I learned a lot about this when I was working with Larry Hagman, the actor, and they had put him on 20 pharmaceutical drugs for his liver transplant because he had been an alcoholic and... He was fortunate enough to get a new liver, but they put him on like 20 types of pharmaceutical drugs so he wouldn't reject this liver. And some of those drugs actually caused him to have diabetes. And then three of the diabetes drugs they had him on, this doctor who I work with who helped analyze these for me, told me that they have actually been shown to prove proven to cause cancer. So it was no surprise that Larry had ended up with diabetes and cancer after being on these drugs for so long. So if you're on more pharmaceutical drugs or anybody you know is, I would, you know, really look at what they list as the side effects and see, you know, what they might be doing to your health and well-being and see if maybe there are, are other things that you can do in order to help yourself be healthier and not have to be on them. One of the things people tell me is the depression. And I think that causes a lot of weight problems because people start doing emotional eating and that they, they are craving happiness and that food that they ate as a child when they were being loved by their parents or caregivers brings them uh, inner joy. And so ice cream and cookies and things that maybe somebody gave them when they were having a tough day or they were sick becomes their emotional go-to food. And so if we can help deal with stress or depression in a healthier way, maybe we wouldn't be resorting to eating those comfort foods that may be full of sugar or things that aren't so good for us. So some of the things that I like personally and use when I'm under stress is I like valerian root, which is V-A-L-E-R-I-A-N root. And sometimes if I'm having a lot of trouble sleeping, I definitely will take that. But I take that anywhere from one to five capsules Uh, Depending on how stressed I am, I usually only do the five capsules late at night if I need to go to sleep because that can really make you sleepy. But uh, if I'm having a stressful situation arise and I want to handle it a little better and get a little, uh, take a little edge off, I'll take a valerian root and have some chamomile tea with that. And I find that really helps. There's also some complex amino acids that have been found to really help boost your mood. And so... 5-H, like in house, T, like in Tom, P, like in Peter. 5-HTP is a complex amino acid that I've found to be very helpful for me to help boost my mood. And studies have shown that it can literally do it within 15 to 20 minutes. And I find that to be very, very helpful for me if I'm having a, a tough time. Like when I went through my divorce, that's one of the things I took and has been very helpful for me ever since if I'm uh, feeling a little blue. And sometimes we do in in the winter when we don't get a lot of sunshine or exercise or fresh air. And so, you know, different, different things that can cause depression or or sadness. Uh, I've found that this really helps me. Also, L-theanine. So that's got an L in front of it. So I was telling you about Dr. Tony Jimenez and his studies with molecules and electrons and the electrons either revolving to the left or revolving to the right. And the ones revolving to the left did not 
feed cancer, didn't support disease. Well, the L in front of the theanine means that that electron revolves to the left. And so the that is uh, very good for your mind kind of stopping the racetrack going around in your brain. And, you know, with us getting bombarded in one day with more things than our grandparents did in a in a year, uh, it's no surprise that our brains just get overloaded with stuff. I mean, and we're just bombarded with TV sets blaring all the time or cell phones or uh, loud noises and, you know, just different things out of being in a modern day society that is uh, into the electronic age. It's just very helpful to have a few things in your uh, I call it my pharmacy. It's my it's my healthy pharmacy with no pharmaceutical drugs in it that I I resort to to help me take a little bit of the edge off at times like that and help me calm down and maybe I won't resort to eating a bunch of junk food. Also, some of these ingredients that they add to food can really cause the fat around your middle middle that won't go away. So high fructose corn syrup is one of those. And even though it's made from corn, which most of it is genetically modified, it's probably got the Bt toxin cut into it, actually put into the seed. And the Bt toxin was supposed to only eat holes in the stomach of the insects eating the corn which I think is a terrible thing to do to any any living creature. But th- that's what Monsanto uh, told the FDA when they were getting it uh, on the market. Well, what the scientists have found is that it doesn't just eat holes in the little creatures. It does eat holes in our stomach. And so the reason this high fructose corn syrup is used so much is because our tax dollars go to subsidize these farmers that are growing these genetically modified crops that are harming our health. And I'd sure like to see that stop, but it, because our tax dollars sub help, help uh, keep their costs down, it's really cheap sugar. And uh, the reason I think of it as an artificial sugar, it's because it's not by God. It's not like a natural fructose that is in fruit, in a piece of fruit that you eat. It's actually a processed sugar taken from corn. And so it's unnatural really for our body. And our body isn't really meant to handle this type of high sugar type of fructose and so what happens is it makes it very difficult for our body to make insulin and it also disrupts our hormones and it can make us feel even though we've eaten something it can make us feel unsatisfied like we're not full and it also is so so sweet it makes people crave more sugar So one of the reasons people have such a terrible weight problem today worldwide is all of this sugar in our food. So high fructose corn syrup is one of the ingredients that I would say try to really keep out of your diet, especially if you're struggling with weight or if you have diabetes, because that quite literally, in my own opinion, is one of the causes of diabetes. And then also... There's a lot of agave agave syrup out there, and it's higher in fructose than high fructose corn syrup. And they may say it's raw and unprocessed, but I don't think you can make agave syrup without processing it. And so I, I don't think that's a good thing to do. And the fact that it's higher in this concentrated fructose than high fructose corn syrup, I would say to avoid it as well. And I know a lot of people who are vegan use it because they think uh, honey is not a good choice, especially the way they've been treating the bees in the last 20, 30 years. And, um, and they may be right. So what can you use in place of that? Well, stevia, as, uh, as unprocessed as stevia as you can. And I like the, the liquid form. 
that ha doesn't have the bitter aftertaste like the powdered form. But I've really gone to using, and I, I raised my kids on brown rice syrup. I don't think that was really the best choice, but I also raised them on xylitol, which is a birch tree bark sugar that can prevent inner ear infections in children. It can prevent sore throat. It uh, is better for diabetics. It's been studied extensively since World War II in Europe and found to be fairly safe. The, the big drawback for a lot of people is that it's toxic to animals. You know, cacao is, uh, chocolate's toxic to animals. Red grapes are toxic to a lot of animals. So uh, their, their bodies just are different from ours and certain things that we can have, they can't have. And so you just need to be aware of that and make sure that you never, uh, if you're using xylitol, and I, I really do use it a lot. I raised my kids on that, and I, I like it. Uh, but I use it when I'm cooking. Uh, make sure you never allow your animal to get any of that food, and and that's just something to be uh, careful of. But uh, another sweetener I like is just ground-up dates. And I love dates. If I'm having a craving for something sweet, I may just eat a date, a pitted date. And I like medjool dates because they are packed with lots of vitamins and especially B vitamins, which help give us energy. And uh, I think those are that's the healthiest way to get something sweetened to your diet. And I'm coming to the end of my show, and the 50 minutes went by so fast. I may have to do a follow-up part two show for, for weight loss, and I think that's probably a good idea, and I'll do that next week. But as we come to the end of the show, and we're talking about weight loss and being healthier, really do just keep it in your mind that the best thing you can do for anybody in your life is to take care of yourself. And when we take care of ourselves, we're better able to take care of the people we love as well. And breathing deep, getting a good night's sleep, drinking enough water, avoiding a lot of these ingredients that can cause ill health or different types of cooking methods that can also destroy the nutrient value and, and healthiness of our food. But just, you know, keep that diary of miracles in your life and focus on the good. And remember, you are perfect just the way you are. And yes, there's always room for improvement, but you're a beautiful soul and you are loved. And I love you all. Thank you for listening. I'm Nancy Addison, your host with Organic Healthy Life. And my website is organichealthylife.com. And as I close the show today, I just want to say that I believe that how we do anything is how we do everything. So as you go through your life and you touch the people around you, just remember to add that main ingredient. And that main ingredient is always love. <laughs> 